Welcome to the Fearless Money Podcast. I'm Crystal, your Fearless Money Ambassador. I'll be giving you the keys to push past financial limitations to gain financial freedom so you can live a fearless money life. Welcome you to the first episode of the Mind Your Funds series, where we connect your mindset with your financial situation. And we have here today Reggie Cannon, who is an old high school friend of mine. I mean, we graduated together in 2005 from Lakeland Senior High School, and we're going to get into this story, but I just want to share that. Imagine in high school, you hear your friend say he want to be a funeral director. <laughs> so this is 2005 and we're in high school and I'm just like, OK, Reggie, that's weird, but OK. And, <laughs> and here we are. So many years later, we have grown up, married, have children. And I'm sitting here at his desk with him. And he is the owner of Cannon Funeral Home. (laughs) So I welcome you, Reggie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be here. First and foremost, um, congratulations to what you're doing and, you know, you being obedient to your move and your calls and, you know, what God has called you to do. So I'm proud of you as well. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to hear a little bit of Reggie's story. Um, Cause he's making a big, he just, it's kind of like, he just popped up and then it was like, bam, he like making a big, a big, um, a big influence on the community and a big impact. And I'm just like, wow, I'm, I'm very inspired by what you do, what you've been doing. If you look anywhere at any event, his face, (laughs) you see his face, like he's everywhere. So he came in with a bang. Yeah. When God tell you to move, you just go, man, (laughs) you just go. So I'm just, you know, out here trying to promote and just trying to uplift and inspire individuals, whoever I can, you Mm -hmm. know, so. Yeah. So that is good. So we're going to get right into it. It's going to be short and sweet, but we Mm -hmm. want, the purpose of this is to just, you know, uh, cause a shift. Amen. I love that. A shift. We want to cause a shift in this community. We both know it so well. And honestly, since we've graduated high school, there has not been big change. Right. So that's what we're going to do. Exactly. I'm ready for it. I love it. I love it. We are going to start this shift to change the mindset, like the just the 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 mental, emotional and spiritual mindset of people and make help them to understand how it impacts their right. finances and the their future. Right. Right. And not only the future for you know, just us, but we having children and we have to think about the generations to come after us. So what you're doing, what I'm doing is, is to impact generations that we will never see. Right. Absolutely. That we will never see. So just give me a little bit of your story. Well, um, a little bit about myself is um, I, I started in the funeral industry when I was 16 years old, going to Lakeland High School. I worked for a funeral home right here in Lakeland, Florida, um, pretty much just like as the doorman, you know, holding the door at the, at the um, viewings um, for a funeral home right here. 
And after working a couple of services, I was like, hey, you know, I really want to do this. I can see myself doing this. Um, so I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to get into this position to be a funeral director? So I started doing my research and I learned, hey, only thing you got to do is go to a little community college. It's like two and a half years, mm-hmm. you know, to do it. And um and you could get your license and then you can open up. You know, it sounded so easy and simple back then when we were 16. <laughs> but Lord have mercy. It took me, you know, 13 years, you know. But I, I'm, I'm grateful for every everything that I did go um I had to go through. So after graduating from Lakeland Senior High School, I attended Florida Memorial University down in Miami where I studied biology. Mm-hmm. After that, I went to um, Miami-Dade Community College where I studied, finally studied on um, funeral services. So, you know, um, after that, I got my license, moved to Atlanta, did my apprenticeship with Mr. Willie Watkins up in Atlanta. Um, and that's pretty much, you know, to sum it up, you know, that's just like the, the surface level of it. But, I mean, it, it, it took a lot of hard work, determination, and um and a lot of God, just a lot of praying, you know, um, fasting and praying and seeking God. And, you know, it didn't always happen the way I wanted to, but it all it happened the way God wanted it to happen. So, you know, that's most important about anything that we do. God's timing is always, you know, the best time, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yes, that's good. So he can't. OK, so you answered the question mm-hmm. of why. Yes. Yeah, because you started when you were 16. Yes, yes, yes. As the yes. doorman. As the doorman, I always knew. Um, I love to help individuals. Mm-hmm. So what better way to help someone than in the funeral industry? Because they're having a feeling of going through emotion, mm-hmm. emotional times that they have never felt in their lives. So, you know, I definitely love what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's what drew me to, the, what drew me to this here. Mm-hmm. So... That's just, you know, the surface level of my story. But again, I didn't know, you know, at 16, I'm thinking, okay, I got, I'm going to go to school for four years, go to go to mortuary school for like two years and a half. You know, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be making this money. That it. Man, when I was 25, I was broke, disgusted, and God was breaking me down. So, <laughs> so yeah. that breakdown is serious. That breakdown is serious, but it's necessary because then... God can build us up in his own image. So it is definitely necessary. And I'm thankful for that. I don't want to go through it again, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm thankful for it, you know. Ooh, yes, that's good. That's a whole nother... That's a whole other conversation right, right there on this own. Right, the breakdown right. the of break everything. Because yes. when you think you have your plan... Yes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Lord, you think you're ready? <laughs> you think you got it all together? And God right. be like, oh, let me show you this real quick. Let me do this to you right. real quick. Right. Yeah, I done been through that breakdown. Right. Boy, right. Right. it's not... And I was just like, okay, God, this is who I really am. Thank you for showing me. Right, right. After everything is done, it's like, okay, all right, I like this person. Yeah, yeah, you know? so. yeah that, you know, it, it's amazing how you can laugh about it. Right, but right. as you were going through it, Lord, it was, was like... Nothing. Yeah, nothing funny about that. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing. Oh, man, that's good. I'm glad you shared that, though, like the breakdown. So... Okay, so let's talk mindset. Mm-hmm. I know earlier you said it took a lot of determination yes. and you had to stay focused on um, what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, to, to reference this, like I've been reading in Nehemiah, right? Yes. Nehemiah 
his job was to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. I've been on that, right? So the most important thing that I've learned from that is that he had to stay focused. He had a task. He had one task. For you, your task was to get here where you are right now. Nehemiah had one task. And as soon as he started to rebuild the wall, everything started coming at him. Distractions, Mm -hmm. even things that look good, but it wasn't meant for him to get into. But at the end of the day, he stayed focused. So share with me like some ways that you stay focused like even if like for instance the roadblocks um you had roadblocks that came like you said you went through a breakdown you know and you have three girls two girls two girls okay i want a son for the record okay two girls (laughs) you have two beautiful girls And, I mean, you know, we could have planned when we were going to have our kids. We would have. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you had all that come along. You just recently got married and everything like that. Plus, living in Miami, going to Atlanta, plus (laughs) getting back here. Like, that was You didn't think your plan was going to go that way. I did not. Okay. So, tell me how you stayed focused. Um, There's one scripture. Um, the first scripture I ever I ever learned as an adult, it is Jeremiah 29 yes, and 11, Lord. which says that for I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, says the Lord thoughts to prompt thoughts to bless you and mm-hmm. not to harm you, to give you an hope and a future. So that scripture alone um, just sustained me in so many ways, because anytime, you know, um, I was going through or anything, I my mom bought me this picture with that scripture on it. Mm-hmm. So I would look at that scripture and it'll just it'll just strengthen me in some kind of supernatural way. And it's it was always something in me that always said it's it's more. Yeah. No matter what you're going through. I mean in Miami, I lived in Miami for twelve years. I moved thirteen times. Wow. You know, so yeah. So it was <laughs> it was a lot. But it was just something in me that knew like you were called for something great mm-hmm. and I can't even explain it to you mm-hmm. I wish I would I wish I could but you know it's just it was just all God when I think back on it you know um and that Jeremiah 29 and 11 and then my pastor at the time speaking to me and you know um uh, um, teaching me the the mm-hmm. ways and the, the 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 ways you should go mm-hmm. um it was just a blessing. That's the only thing that really kind of like sustained me. Um, just, just really seeking God. I, I remember back in 2012, that's when I really started seeking God's face. And at the time, I was like, I, I don't know if I want to use this degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I, I, I didn't have no job. I used to, um, try, I had no car, uh, anything. And I just like, and I just, one night I just cried out, Lord, this cannot be my life like this is not what you have called me to do and at the same token i had a daughter that was six years old back in 2012 you know so uh, that was another struggle trying to stay focused on my desire uh, as far as becoming a funeral director raising a child paying rent and you know trying to have some mental stability (laughs) you know because all hell was breaking loose but that Jeremiah 29 and 11, no matter how many stories I give you, how many testimonies or 
Anything I say on this podcast, it all goes back to Jeremiah 29 and 11. And that's the only thing that, that really sustained me. That's good. Yeah. That is really good. And that's one of the... I mean, there's so many scriptures in the Bible that yeah. we can use right, to right. focus on. But one of those, that one right there yeah. is one of the main ones. Yeah, absolutely. That's one for me in Matthew 6.33. Seek Amen. ye first the kingdom, the kingdom of God. God. Amen. And I mean, it all goes hand in hand. And it's like when you begin to go through the hard times right. or your plan is not going the way you thought it would go, right? Mm. If you keep that in mind and understand, too, that God always requires us to go through a process. Right. He's right. not just going to take us from here and drop whatever we want in our lap. It's like right. that whole breakdown and all of everything. <laughs> like we said, it's like he got the, you know, it's molding right. us. Exactly. To exactly. be who, you know, so we mm-hmm. can be strong. Right. And it's also to understand that, like, we also have to understand that we can't do anything without him, exactly. like you said. So exactly. that's good. That's a good Good exactly. scripture. Jeremiah 29 11. Write that yes. one down. Yes, yes. Put it Absolutely. on a post-it note somewhere where you can see it because when you feel like you're right. about to break down. Right. <laughs> Jeremiah 29 11. It always sustains. It always will. Yeah, you know, it so. always will. God has a plan for your life and I mean, that should be your only focus. That's it. Even when it's hard. Even when it's hard. You got to keep pressing and, you know, we're always learning and molding. Even now, you know, you and I at age of 32, Mm -hmm. you know, we're still, you know, molding and growing and going through the process of of, of, of building right. because we have to leave something for our, our children and another scripture uh, another scripture I, I, I like to you know reference to is you know uh, when the Bible says a wise man leads an inheritance for his yes. children's children Lordy. you know so you know whatever you're doing whatever you're doing right now just make sure that you know it's all for, first of all it's for God you know it, it's for God and then you know for your children's children you know mm-hmm. that's a good scripture too yes. definitely good scripture um and that helps you stay focused on life in general like to understand that when you begin to get in your own mind and you think it's just about you Mm-mm. It's right. not. It's <laughs> right, not. Right. It's not. You it's know, not. and sometimes it's not easy to, you know, remember that the focus is outside of you. Like right. it's not just about you, like my children, right. you know, what am I going to leave for them? And that's something you have to be very careful of, too. Yes. So yes. that's a good one. I'm going to yes. find that one. I think that's in Timothy. Timothy, yep. yeah. Absolutely. So I, yes. I'll have that yes. in, the, in, yes. the, in the notes for y'all. Okay, so. Financial limitations to get here. Because right now we are sitting in Reggie's funeral home. Yes. yes. And like I said, y'all, he just popped up. I probably (laughs) (laughs) never ran into Reggie, but of course he was living in Miami. Um, But he just popped up and he he on the main road. I mean, he is seen. That's how you do it. But I know that, you know, it wasn't easy to get here financially. Right. right. So uh, share like some financial roadblocks or limitations that were before you to to open your building. I love to share this story. And um, I just thank God for it. But first and foremost, um. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't easy to get here. You know, I you know they tell you you know if you want a business loan, you know you mm-hmm. just go to SBA and they give you these loans. <laughs> you just fill out these paperwork, and then when you fill out the paperwork, 
Then they say, well, we don't give loans to uh, the uh, loans to like startup companies, or you have to be in business for two years. So, you know, um, that's just where I was for like two years, mm-hmm. just two years strong, just trying, just trying, just trying. I'm trying to build um, build my business credit because I had my business was open on paper, mm-hmm. you know, since 2015. But I didn't open up my business into 2018. But on paper, you know, it looked like we were open. So I was trying to, you know, trying to um, apply for grants and apply for so many different loans. And I was just told, no, no, no. I, I had it told like no over 25 times. Wow. 25 times. And then my cousin, um, uh, one of my cousins, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you this story. It's just amazing. Um <laughs> He called me just out the blue one day and he was like, hey, I know you want to open up a funeral home. How much does it take to open up a funeral home? I'm like, you know, um, we, you can open it up with maybe about $40,000 just to be on the safe side and things like that. And that was my mindset at the time. If I could go back, we probably need double that. <laughs> you know? But um I was like, that's $40,000, you know, I ain't want to go too high and you can just talk my way out the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, okay, cool. I got that to the side, you know, uh, when I, we're going to talk over some things in December. At this time, it was like June. So I'm like, okay, six months. I got six months. I need to get all my stuff together. Mm-hmm. So I start working and, 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 and um, going on... Um, Sunbiz and registering my business and getting all my, my paperwork and, and everything ready with the state, the city, the inspections mm-hmm. for the funeral home. I mean, everything in line. So by December, I was like, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> so he, he called me back and was like, well, I'm going to have to hold off on that because, you know, um, I don't have, I didn't, I didn't have the money that I thought I would have. I'm like, man, I done did all this work and now you tell me this now? You know, so I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. I I, I came this far. I'm going to just keep going and just see what's out there. And so one day when I was in Atlanta, I was laying in the bed reading my book um, by T.D. Jakes Instincts. It's in my office right here. I keep it. I love that book. That book brought me to where I am today, right now, sitting in this office um, today. Um and it was, it, it was just telling me about, you know, getting into, tapping into your instincts, hearing from God, hearing that small voice from God, because God is always speaking to us. So I was laying in my bed one night, and the Holy Spirit said, tell your mother to retire from her job and use that money to open up your funeral home. And I was like, I know that ain't the Holy Spirit. You tell my mama? No, no, that is not the Holy Spirit. That's not even for question. So I just laid down and I started reading again. And I heard that voice again, just clear, just clear over and over. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just tell her. I'm just asking. She been complaining about a job. She don't like working there anyway. So I'm going to just see what she say. And I was like, it's, I mean, the worst thing she can say is no, I'm in the same situation. I ain't been told no 25 times, so 26 ain't going to hurt, you know. So um, immediately I, I, after, I, after hearing that voice, I just called her and I was like, hey, what do you think about this here? What do you, what do you think about just retiring from your job? We use that money to open up the funeral home. 
And just like out of nowhere, she was like, yeah. I'm like, well, stop playing with me. Like, I'm not in the, I'm not in the playing mood right now. I'm serious. She's like, yeah, we can do that. And then still not knowing how much we was going to get, you know, after um, doing, doing all the paperwork and, you know, she finally decided that she's going to put in her notice to go ahead and stop working. And then she was like, I don't know how much I get back though, but I'm like, whatever you, whatever you get, we're going to use that and we're just going to make it work because, you know, God spoke to me. I know he spoke to me. I heard that was clear as day. So I'm just going to run with it. So, you know, fast forward a couple months later, um, we finally get the money back um, from her retirement. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing. It was $40,000. Wow. You know, and this all started from a simple phone call from my cousin out the blue, you know, and, and I, as I look back at it, I just know that God used him to get me started, you know, to get here, you, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just amazing. And now I, when I go out and talk to kids and I, and, I, and I tell kids and speak to individuals, I tell them all the time, you do not have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Yes. I love that. I love that. I heard Les Brown say that one time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cite my work. I did not make that up. <laughs> That's Les Brown. Um, again, you do not have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And... That's just how we, you know, got the, the, the financial, the finances to open up the funeral home. And that's why we're, we're here. So a lot of part of this, you know, I give honor to God and then my mom, mm-hmm. you know, because I had the funeral knowledge and, and how to open up and how to be a funeral director. And I was licensed and she had the finances, <laughs> but God had the plan, right. you know, so, yeah. and it goes back to Jeremiah 29 and 11, yeah. for God has a plan for, yeah. for us, you know, so I just, and, and, and that's pretty much, you know, how we got here. So. That's good. That's <laughs> so, a good story. Oh my so, gosh. It's like, why? You, yeah. you need to be telling everybody yeah. this story. <laughs> I try, I tell everybody that I come in contact with, wow. you know, that, you know, God is just amazing. Just trust him. It's how he do it. It's how he do it. And God is, it's funny. God is hilarious, you yeah. know, because you sort of think about some stuff. I'm like, God, I asked you for that, but you ain't have to take me that way to get it. But, you know, it, it, it's all good. That's it. You know, that's how he tests you because yeah. he'd be like, okay. You know, I always say this. I said this in a, a video that I recorded too. Not always because I went through a, a situation like that where we'll ask for things, right? Mm-hmm. And then we expect God to give it to us in the way that we want to see it. So mm-hmm. I always use the example of like, God could be like the way he took you through your journey to, yeah. to get where you are, but we're expecting to see something like, uh, a nice Mercedes outside right. with a right. nice bow on top of it. Right. Right. That's how he, <laughs> that's how we want him to present right. it to us. And right. we want to be surprised. Like, oh, right. like God, you did this like right. this. But right. it's that, you know, that's a part of the, uh, the process in being built up. Right. Cause even when you said, you know, your cousin called you. Mm-hmm. That kicked off the preparation exactly. for you. Exactly. So that made you move. Right. right. And it's like, okay, I can do it. Like, let me get this together. Right. Only for it to fall through. Exactly. So it was exactly. like, God, okay, let me <laughs> let me just put a fire up yep. under him real quick. And that's what it was. And get him going. So then you then he was like, Okay, now that you're prepared, right. 
Right. Now we can take the next step. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So it's just amazing. Even as I I, I think of that, I just laugh because I'm like, man, God, you just so, Mm -hmm. so amazing, man. And you just, you never know, man. And a lot of times we say, well, I'm waiting on God to move. I'm waiting on God to do this. But God is waiting on us to move. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. I say that all the time, yeah. too. That, like, we can be asking God. You know, a lot of people pray for things. They want things. But they don't want to do the work. Right. They right. don't want to move. And it's right. like, how do you expect God to give you something? Like, what I had to learn the hard way is, like, okay, I'm asking God to do this. But mm-hmm. I don't know when it's going to come. Exactly. So, I have to be prepared. Because if that opportunity presents itself and you ain't ready... <laughs> Right. Like just like for exactly. you, yeah. Like your exactly. cousin called you, but you didn't have to move and do anything. Right. right. And right. then he could have called you back and said, All right, yeah. I got this forty thousand dollars for Let's you go. ready and, and you and I'm scrambling, you <laughs> know. Scrambling. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. important. That's that so is. important. That that, is. that story is amazing. That is. Thank you. Thank that is you. amazing. All praise and the fact God. that your mama said yes. I was surprised too, because <laughs> I was not gonna ask. You couldn't tell me that is not what God told me yes. to do. Like not at all, but you know, she did it. I'm, I'm forever grateful mm-hmm. for her. Even before she did that, I'm forever grateful for my mom because she always worked hard and still, you know, keeping God first and just loving God. She is like a wonderful, wonderful mother, grandmother. Like, I don't know. She yeah. just, she's just awesome. That's so. good. Shout out to Mama Cannon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I call yeah. Mama Cannon. Yeah. But Deborah yeah. Collins. Shout yeah. out to, you know, the moms out there that yeah. support the yeah. dream, even yeah. when they don't understand Absolutely. what's going on. Yes. Absolutely. That's good. That's, and then, you know, you were obedient, so you still mm-hmm. moved, and that's good too. Exactly. You weren't expecting the outcome to go the way that I they did, did but did. you were ready. I was ready. Thank God I was. Lord have mercy. You were ready. That's amazing. Um, Okay. So, we heard the push through pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Push. How you push. push. How you push through. And then I also want to encourage, like, um, other, like, entrepreneurs, maybe someone that's thinking of opening a business Mm -hmm. or want to have some kind of some kind of move of God. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Don't be afraid to have conversations with individuals that don't look like you, that don't go to the same church as you, that don't dress like you, that you know that you feel is uncool or mm-hmm. they nagging or they always have an attitude or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Have those conversations because you never know who God is going to bring you um, into um connection with you know and bring it to your life you know like crystal said you know you just gotta trust god and just you know let's have faith you know faith Mm -hmm. without work is dead and just know that you know um you you are you are more than a conqueror like you are more than enough Uh, my pastor miami pastor uh arthur jackson the third he said, you got to know that you know that you know that you know, <laughs> you know, uh, that God is for you. And, and we all know if God is for you, who can be against you? Right, and so good. that is definitely my story. I hope I encourage someone. Um, if you want to talk to me more, just, hey, I'm right here um, at Canterbury <laughs> Home, 317 West Memorial Boulevard. Um, I love helping individuals, um, inspiring the uh, the youth, the community, uplifting the youth, um, and 
One of my prayers is, I'm going to say this here, I ain't trying to preach to y'all, yeah. but Lakeland, Florida would not go to hell with Reggie Cannon living here. That is my Ooh, I decree. And I decree yes. So. Reggie, don't make me run around this building because I'm a runner. Boy, look, you finna make me go outside and run around this entire building. Oh, Lord. Jesus. That's good. That is good. And, um, you know, what you saying that, before we close, what you saying that, it's like, Everybody that lives here in Lakeland or in Polk mm-hmm. County, period, they always want to leave. Right. Right. They always, I was one of them. <laughs> Even in school, I was like, the, right. the Lakeland for the birds. I'm not like, I was like, I'm going. And you know what? God still got me right. Just even mm-hmm. recently, I tried to move. We were trying to move out of state and nothing was happening. Right. And then I finally understood. I'm like, okay, God, you just ain't going to let me leave until I do whatever you need me to do here in Lakeland. And this is it. It's like we need voices in the community. Absolutely. We need people to get involved. We need people Mm -hmm. to get their mind right. We need people. So that is good that, like, you came back. Yes. You came back. Was that your plan? That was my plan because I wanted... um, my my whole thing is when I get around my family, um, even if they don't know it, I'm I'm silently praying against generational uh, yes. curses, you know. And one thing in my family, I wanted something with the canon name on it that I can leave for my family, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was a major part of coming back home was to build a, a empire and a legacy for my family. So when I'm gone, you know, it still can stand and it'll be in our family and. You know, someone in our family may take it. Even if my daughters or my unborn son right now um, don't take it, it's an opportunity for someone in the family to take this and take it to the next level. And, you know, that's why I work as hard as I do. So they don't have to work, you know, as hard as I am. You know, they take what I've done and take it to the next level and it just grows and grows and, and it stays in our family, hopefully for another thousand years or something i don't know yeah you know but yeah that 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 was the main reason why i wanted to come home um is for my family and this is just the only this is just the beginning of what uh what i want to do in life um yeah my vision board in my mind and, and how god has me you know program i seen myself here like four years ago so now I see myself just like out there doing all kind of like different yeah. things. So, but we'll talk about that on a later yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get y'all too much. Yeah. So, so that be just gonna be a part two, maybe a part three, y'all. Right. When you get on TV, just invite me out. You know, don't forget about the little people in the Yeah. <laughs> of course not. Definitely not you. You my yeah. first That's official. Guests on the show, so I really appreciate you. So y'all, y'all have officially heard from Mr. Reggie Cannon, one of my good friends (laughs) from high, one of my road dogs, right? He used to be hanging in school, right? And man, when he, like I said, when he used to say he gonna be a funeral director, I'm like Reggie, you crazy? (laughs) Like who finna go? What you know? But I always tell you this, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. 
Thank you. I am so proud of you, and I'm glad that you came back. You You are like a pillar now. (laughs) You are like a pillar for our generation. And this is how you know God is shifting. And he's pushing them old folks out. (laughs) He's getting us right on in there because he's like, okay, it's time for some new people to step up. So that's so so good. And I, I I appreciate you. Thank you. I thank you for this. Thank you. So, and, and for the record, next time Crystal coming here, I want a Fearless Money shirt. This shirt is, <laughs> I love this shirt. She's a walking brand. Walking in, I love that. Thank um, you. Yep, I'm working on working yeah. on production. So, oh, yes, yeah. yes. So, Reggie has given you some Fearless Money keys to push past financial limitations, meaning that there is no excuse. He is like an example. He's a testimony of how life can turn out. And I mean, man, like it's amazing. God is good. And as long as you keep God first, he'll do it. Amen. He'll do it. He'll do it. Okay, so let me end this before I start preaching. <laughs> we end up going to church in here. Right, right. Um, so y'all stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, we are thanking Reggie for being on the show. Thank thank we thank you, you thank for your vision and your obedience. I can't stress that enough because that's you. so important. Thank Staying you. focused and just keep in mind that it's about the future. It's not about your like the present. You got right. to keep the future in mind. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and gained some keys to help you unlock your fearless money life. Before you go, subscribe to this podcast, leave us a review and let us know what you think. And if this information was beneficial, please share your keys with someone else. You can follow us on Instagram at Fearless Money Inc. And you can like our page on Facebook at Fearless Money Inc. Thank you for listening.